Welcome to Intuition Speaks, a podcast about learning how to lean in and develop your intuitive gifts so that you can understand the messages that you've been receiving from the universe. I am Akashic Shamanic Healer, Tia Marie. My hope is that this podcast will help to uplift and inspire you on your inner path and journey to a more aligned life filled with joy. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Intuition Speaks. I am so excited to have you guys here. I decided with the upcoming holidays and how everything just gets super crazy busy and just trying to organize like schedules with family and other friends and business, you know, <laughs> leaders. It's like trying to get and organize interviews is a little bit more complicated and my time is really short but valuable. So I decided what makes the most sense right now is to do a series of little teaching episodes and I really want to focus on the Akashic Records, intuition, tools for your intuition, how to develop your intuition a little bit deeper, how to do the shadow work, inner child work. We're going to get into a lot of different subjects and just really deep dive into them. I'm going to try to keep them relatively brief because I know your time is going to be probably a little occupied and busy as well. And I hope that with the upcoming winter season that these learning episodes help you in a way to bring you closer to yourself, to understanding your intuition, to being able to trust in it, to really be able to explore it a little bit more deeply. And I love teaching new things, but when it comes to me like sitting down and creating like course materials or a class or I literally just don't have the energy for it. I'm right now like in a huge creative wave and all I want to do is create what feels exciting and beautiful and inspiring and that does not look like ebooks. That does not look like <laughs> that does not look like an online course. Um so for me to be able to speak about it, that I think is like the easiest way, sometimes writing about it as well, but I'm finding like being that generator, that one three, oftentimes I need sort of like that reaction or that initiation from another outside source in order to be able to write a really lengthy, detailed, informative post about something. Um, I recently on Facebook talked about how my husband was celebrating his four-year sober anniversary, and I don't even honestly remember what day mine is, but I'm at like the six-year mark now, and so I was asked to share my story, and then I was able to do it. So 
Go check that out on Facebook if you are sober curious and you are interested in that. I may also create an episode on that. We'll see how I feel about it, but I just think that this is the way to go. So today's episode, we are talking about the Akashic Records. And the reason I'm starting here is because the Akashic Records have literally been a huge life-changing thing for me. I honestly, at this point, can't really imagine my life without them. I use them on a daily basis, whether intentionally or unintentionally. After I did my own Akashic attunement, I didn't even think I was going to get anything out of it being someone who works in the Akashic Records so much. I was like, oh, well, like this might just be like a tickle. I didn't realize it would completely shift me in a new direction. Um, I literally just phase in and out of the Akashic Records when I'm doing work and I don't even need to use an intention or prayer anymore. I will oftentimes muscle test myself just randomly and I will be like, yeah, I'm in the records right now. That's that's pretty cool. So that being said, let's get into what they are. So the Akashic records are often explained as like this library where all this information is kept a lot of people have different ideas or images or religious sort of backgrounds about what the Akashic records are. I think that they're all in a way right if we think about dimensions and fractals of reality. I think that there really is no wrong answer about what they are. So it's a little bit difficult, I think, to explain, but my favorite explanation of what the Akashic records are, they are like the energetic cloud up in the ethers and what they contain is literally every single thing. So I think of the Akashic records as a huge, like almost digital energetic database and it literally contains all this information that can be streamed at any point in time and it requires like you to have certain access codes so i believe that anyone can access the akashic records what you are able to access in there might be a little bit different than somebody else also, you can receive permissions and access codes from other people. So I like to think of the Akashic Records as basically a giant Google. Everything that has ever happened, ever will happen, is happening on different realms and realities, um, is all recorded in this space. Some things have more detail, more weight, then other things, kind of thinking about it like the SEO of our internet, like the keywords, tags, weights, all that informative information there. Not everything that goes on could be stored with a significance. So you're not going to find 
you know, going into the records, what you're going to eat next week, like that kind of thing, not really, not really recorded in there. It's more like events that have emotional ties to them, energetic ties to them, some sort of significance that creates sort of turning points or points where different realities can expand and split into. So this is where it gets a little bit complicated because there are different layers in the Akashic records because there are different dimensions, different realities, different lifetimes. You as an individual may be experiencing another lifetime congruent with the one that you are currently experiencing, but in a different body and all of this. I think it's really interesting how (laughs) quantum physics works and I am not a quantum physicist. So I just want you to wrap your mind around how expansive the potentiality of what the records has to offer just based on that information alone. There are a lot of religious texts that talk about like the book of life, uh, the records and all of that. And I think that the fact that it has so many different ties in different beliefs and religions, that makes it even more intriguing to me because when you find something like this across different spectrums, my brain is just like excited with all this like energy, like, ooh, what is the potentiality and the possibility of how it can work for different people based on belief, based on your religions, based on how you access them. Now, I think this can alter and affect who you're connecting with in the Akashic Records. And this also depends on how you receive intuitive information as well. I always connect with higher self energy. I connect with spirit guides. I connect with power animals. I connect with different entities and energies that are heart level and above. I connect with past loved ones in there. So the potential for being able to connect with certain energies just depends on what you believe in depends on what you work with. You could be working with deities. You could be working with, you know, religious figures. You could be working with angels. I also work with um, archangels. And the intentions you set sort of set you up for who you're going to be working with in the records. I like to work with somebody because that raw energy information can be sometimes a lot to take into your body. So when I'm talking about who you are interacting with in the records, when you are working with someone or something that is of an energy essence, they are sort of your liaison in the Akashic records. And what they do is they help translate the information for you. They take that raw body energy form, they translate it for you. So then that way you can then make use and understanding of what is coming through. And so that's why like one of the reasons why having intention when you go in the Akashic record is so important because if you don't really set yourself up for like 
all of the things <laughs> before you go in, you could be receiving a lot of really intense information that's going to be really hard to decipher and understand and pick apart and understand what is actually important for you to draw from it. When I started using the Akashic Records, I literally had no idea what I was doing and oftentimes I had a guide who was showing me how to access the records, but I didn't really know like what I was connecting to. The energy would come through me really fast. I wouldn't really be able to hold on to any of it or understand any of it. Um, oftentimes it was so much for me that I would just like pass out and I wouldn't remember anything other than reaching the Akashic records and then just like dozing out. Um, also when I was getting more into the practice and accessing it differently through prayers, I was struggling with the amount of energy I was taking on in my body and it was causing energy sickness in me. Anytime I would be in the Akashic Records, I would get overwhelmed. <laughs> I would get like nauseous and dizzy and headaches. And I just, I, all the symptoms that you would, you know, receive if you had energy sickness from just taking on too much energy. So who you are connecting with really is dependent on your intention and we will get into that in another episode and I will definitely help you with preventing all that energy sickness but I want to speak on why you would want to access the Akashic Records. So a lot of times people think that this is some sort of fortune telling you know, ooh, tell me your future. The problem that lies in that is that you have to consider all realms of possibility and potentiality and free will. So the fact that you have free will in itself prevents any set of real future timeline being set in stone. And I have dimension jumped, I have changed future outcomes using the records. I think that the records is a really great consulting tool. I don't think that everything that is going to come through for you is a set in stone thing. I like to use them in a way that gives me all my options and then I act accordingly. So oftentimes it's more like consulting with your guides or like a good friend and them knowing what the outcomes could be, but like not necessarily everything is set in stone unless you are really just seeing every perspective and every reflection and every fractal. It's like literally impossible. So oftentimes when you go in the records and you're asking a question, they're going to give you a data set of information that would act out in your best and highest good. That doesn't mean that it's the only option. That doesn't mean that other things can't happen. It really depends on how you react to the situations and the energy and the emotions. And it's really literally still all on you to make whatever it is to happen. I love doing the energy forecast because the energy does stay pretty stable and the same. It doesn't really give you set details about what is physically going to transpire. It's more of like the energy theme of like what you're going to go through and what you're going to learn, kind of like astrology. 
you don't necessarily know what specific events are going to transpire. You understand the energy and the themes of them. And you still have like that active free will to act in one way or another to these events that are happening to you. I pulled some cards and I want to tap into the Akashic Records and give you what the records perspective of what they are to you from their perspective, if that makes sense. And the first cards I pulled were Creator Energy and Water and celebrate your wins so the energy that's coming up from this is it is just like a lucid dream that all this energy is collecting together and the purpose of it is for the highest good of humanity it's not necessarily that they want to collect all the negative things that are occurring to it's just sort of like a lesson book and a playbook for us to reflect on and they're showing me kind of like a reflecting pool and like how one event creates like different ripples in time and space. And literally all they want us to do is be able to take from the negative and transmute it and transform it into something greater than the scenario that played out. So the purpose of having everything in there and not just the positives is for us to be able to transmute, transform, and expand beyond these events and how they occurred and really see the ripples in time and space and how they affect everyone around us. And then the next cards I received about the Akashic Records is they really want us to be able to learn how flexible we are as energy beings and humans and the records themselves are always constantly going in and out of flexation because they're always gathering new information and expansion and they want us to know that not everything is very rigid or set in stone like I talked about that there are so many dimensions and layers to them that when you enter the records on one day about a specific situation that situation may evolve or grow or change on another day when you come back and reflect on them again based on the layers of fractals that you occurred and uploaded into the Akashic realm based on your behaviors, your emotions, and your actions. And then the other thing was patience. It's really just a labor of love, they're saying, that we are always patient and feeling energetic sympathy and love and compassion towards everyone who is recorded in the Akashic Records. It's really just a space for heart healing, growth, and my next cards that I pulled was um, intimacy. It's really just a place where you can find and learn and grow and become more intimate and aware of who you are, who you have been, who you will become. And all the interactions that you've had with other people, it helps you in that way understand and have more compassion towards them and how you're interacting with them in this lifetime may be a reflection of how you interacted with them in other lifetimes. And they're saying we don't keep tabs on tick for tack, but understanding that there are contracts, there are soul 
um, lessons that come through and these are things that are important for us in the records to understand and see and also they're as much of a digital scape sort of energetically as they are visual um, again bringing through that imagery of like lucid dreaming a lot of times when we're dreaming we are in the akashic records we are seeing things that are happening on other lifetimes fractals all of that and then the last two cards i pulled about the akashic records is they're really there to help us with our grand awakening when we come into this space we are accepting the energetic possibility of expansion and becoming more aware of ourselves as energetic beings and that we are not fixed and we are you know transient and expansive and then also it is a space for us to detoxify our mental like beliefs worries anguishes energy emotionally physically all of that it is really a space that is like an all-purpose get wisdom get information get healing get all of this and it encompasses every you know faction of our lives i hope you enjoyed learning about what the akashic records are and i hope that you got a little bit of a better understanding I can't wait to share more about the Akashic Records with you. I think they are an amazing tool. They are not an end-all, be-all, but I think that they are amazing in the fact of how versatile they are and how easy it is to apply the tools that you are already using with the Akashic Records. Oftentimes, people don't realize it, but when they are using their healing tools, they are already connecting to the Akashic Records and the extent of the connection is probably like a little stream. So the visualization I get, like let's give the example of Reiki or giving Reiki. So Reiki is universal life energy. That universal life energy is a cord into the ethers which attaches at a set point in the Akashic Records because it came from the Akashic Records. All things come from the Akashic Records and therefore energetically you are already connecting to the Akashic Records. Just the amount of streaming information coming through is in variation from if you were doing Reiki while logged into <laughs> the Akashic Records. All these digital sort of metaphors coming through to me. So yeah, like when you go into the records, it's like you're logging in with your username and your passcode. Um, so then the shower of information is going to be a lot greater, deeper, more versatile, more expansive than if you were just connected through the use of Reiki alone. So we'll get into how to access the Akashic Records in next week's episode, so I can't wait for that. And I just wanted to speak with you guys a little bit what I have been up to and what is going on. So I am really excited to see how my Patreon has been expanding. Right now, I have been putting a lot of effort and energy into creating content for the Akashic Healing Library. 
I have another tier above that that I am working on right now that will also include video healing sessions. But for right now, I'm really focused on building up the library for the Akashic Healing Library. And the, the mainscape of this is it is just filled with energy healing sessions that are all meditations that are varying in length. I like to keep them on the shorter side. Um, and it's also based on what kind of session that it is. But my meditations, the healing ones, uh, vary between 10 to 30 minutes in length. And then the Akashic attunements are about six minutes in length because you're literally just like receiving energy um, from the attunements and opening the pathways within you. And then I have some Akashic adjustments, which are about seven to eight minutes in length, depending on the adjustment. And I have some amazing adjustments up right now. And what they basically do is they just kind of like reshift and refocus all the energy centers into alignment, make sure all the energy connections are flowing the way they should be. So it's like literally getting a chiropractic session for your energy. I love the one that I created for um, your weight because it not necessarily just focuses on weight loss. It focuses on mindset, releasing cords, releasing limiting beliefs, releasing uh, ancestral trauma related to it. So it goes way more in depth and beyond just like how you eat and exercise and all that it just literally puts me in a state of ease and I feel really good about my body regardless of what it looks like it's helped me a lot with my body dysmorphia so anyways um I uploaded recently a new series on there um, which complements the Akashic attunement, which opens that pathway and portal within you to connect more deeply with the Akashic records. That was the one I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, um, which is also in the Akashic Healing Library. And I have a series now of Akashic flow sessions. A lot of people tell me they really struggle with knowing whether or not they're in the Akashic records. This series of flow sessions, um, they vary in length. It depends on what it is that you actually want to do in the records. It takes out the guesswork of getting into the records. I even share with you um, like the secret recipe to creating the perfect intention before you go into the records so that you can get the most out of your session. And basically, I open the records for you for the session. You listen to the Theta music that keeps you in a surrendered state of flow. And then I close the records for you at the end of the session. So literally, all you need to do is show up with your intention. I recommend journaling. And then you listen to it, you receive whatever energy is meant for you to come through based on your intention, and then the records are closed and you can record either while you're doing it or after you do it. And uh, I think that this is going to be a game changer for a lot of people who are struggling to really figure out if they're accessing it the right way. And as you will learn in next week's episode, there is no right way to access the records, but... 
I think that this will open a lot of pathways and portals for people who are just like not confident enough yet in how they like entering the records because this is just like a done for you thing. You just show up. So check out my link in my bio for that. Uh, the Akashic Healing Library has so many amazing audios. Uh, right now, I'm offering a special for the next 10 new Patreons. I'm going to be creating some custom audios, healing audio sessions for you that will be in the library. Um, it give, give or take, you know, I'll probably do a couple every month. I won't be able to do all 10 at once, but... I've been doing that for the Patreons that are in there. I ask them what intention do you need right now and I create it for them. So um, this healing library is only $11.11 a month. My audios go on my website individually anywhere between $4 and $22. The Akashic attunements are more expensive just because of the nature of them and I think it's a really great deal because I am always constantly creating something. I'm about to start working on some shamanic journeying. I'm really excited for that. I'm going to be doing a soul ne soul name retrieval and I'm going to be doing some like inner child um, soul retrieval and shadow work things with that. So. If you are interested in that sort of thing, I think I will have that ready probably around the end of December. Um, I am working very hard on just creating, creating, creating for this because I want it to be the most like expansive library ever of like every possible healing intention. <laughs> um, again, check out my link for my Patreon in my show notes if this is something of interest for you. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure you tune in next week when I talk about how to access the Akashic Records. You are not going to want to miss this. And I will see you all then. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode of Intuition Speaks. If you love what I do, consider supporting me on Patreon. Over there, I have an amazing, extensive Akashic Healing Library full of audios with healing intention and beautiful meditation music. Or if you would like an Akashic reading, please make sure you find my links in the show notes. If you like this episode, please subscribe so you don't miss out on another one. And be sure to share it with someone who would enjoy this podcast. Thank you again and until next time.